Hiya and welcome to the November edition of the Sales and Marketing Podcast from Richard Smith. You can find me over at therichardsmith.com or over at hiddenbusinessassets.com. Today I'm going to be talking to you about sales and marketing, particularly in relation to car dealers and car salespeople because I've had an interesting experience this week and I thought I would flag it because I'm absolutely sure that most of you will be having similar problems with your sales processes. So, so this week, on this week's podcast, I said I'm going to be talking about sales and sales and marketing and I've been in the market for a new car over the past few weeks and I've... Um, I've been looking around online and I've made a couple of inquiries and it's been very interesting. I'm a guy that changes my cars every three years. Sometimes it's two years, normally three years depending on the deal I got at the time. And I nearly always try and favour local dealers rather than national firms because I think new dealers need to be supported. And I must tell you, I am a fan of just about everything Renault and everything Citroen. Uh, For no particular reason, I just like them. So over the past 10 years, I've purchased five new cars all of which have been either a Renault or a Citroen, and I tend to at least the more use the personal contract plans because that makes perfect sense for me. Anyway, so this week I um, made an oh, sorry two weeks ago I made an inquiry at um, uh, one of our local French car dealers, and I wanted to buy a new car, and uh, I submitted an inquiry online, and it went out to the local dealer, and within about a day and a half I had a phone call. I was a little bit busy at the time, so I couldn't actually get down to the dealership. Uh, the deal was ending, and so uh, the young man at the dealership you know, was on the phone chasing me, chasing me, chasing me. Uh, every couple of days putting a call in, and as soon as I had some time, I made, way, made my way down to the local dealership. Now, I have brought from this dealership before, but at no point from this dealership have I ever had any follow-up from them. Have I ever had an email, an SMS, or any form of chase, or how are you doing? And this is exactly the same with the other three car dealers that I've experienced with over the last 10 years, which is pretty shocking because if you're selling cars like any other product, you know full well there's an itch cycle with them. And in particularly with cars, uh, cars is about three years, with houses it's about seven years. The same basis applies to estate agents in that uh, I've never had an estate agent follow me up to see if I wanted to sell my house through them, you know, five years after I purchased it and I... I bought and sold a good number of houses, I can assure you, and it's never happened, which is interesting. We all know the value of our business lies with our uh, new clients or existing clients rather than our new clients. Anyway, back to my my story about the car dealer. So um, I had some time last weekend, so I popped down to the dealer where I put the inquiry through, expecting to see the young man I've been speaking to on the phone. Uh, Indeed, he wasn't there, so uh, the two salespeople in the showroom were also busy with customers, so... I had a quick look around the car and I was aware of a man that was a suit and a booted sitting in an office. Uh, I call it an ivory tower because that seems to be where he decided that he was going to sit in. And he, he invited me into his office rather than getting out to come to see me. And he asked me what I was looking for and explained to him you know, who I'd spoken to. And I popped in to, to have a better look around. I had the wife with me as well because it's not only my decision, as you know full well, if you're a man. Anyway, um, uh, he was most unhelpful, decided he wasn't going to get out of his seat and decided that he couldn't really provide me much information or do anything because he wasn't in sales. I can absolutely assure you this, every single member of your staff, every single, every single person in your business is in sales. Whether they think they're in sales or not, everyone's in sales. All he had to do was to come out and have a quick conversation with me, explain to me that he didn't know all the technical details, but he would try and help me. Instead of that, he just told me that he wasn't in sales. The upshot of that was that um, I wanted to have a look, look at a couple of other vehicles that were around, 
And um, I asked for one of the guys to contact me and I waited for that contact, which it did appear later on on Monday afternoon. I explained to the, hopefully it was a salesperson then, what was going to be happening. And um, it's now Friday and I haven't heard from them. I haven't had a quote. I haven't had a phone call to follow up. I haven't had revised figures. I know nothing. I know nothing about what he's got in stock. I don't know what colours he's got. I know nothing. A whole five days later. Now, I fully appreciate that if you're selling cars at the moment, you're probably fairly busy. But you know what's really interesting is this same issue has appeared with dealerships that I've spoken to over the last 10 years. Three individual separate car dealers. So I'm sure it's endemic in the industry and in that there is no follow-up. There is no clear sales process. Everyone is just hoping, hoping that business is going to come into them. So I've made, I've purchased several vehicles from several of these dealers over the last 10 years. Not one has followed up. Not one has kept my personal details on file. And I know you're going to throw up all sorts of objections about data protection and data security. Get over it. We're in sales now. More importantly, they're paying for lead generation. And when you do react, when you do respond, it's difficult. It's actually hard to buy. So, what are my suggestions and recommendations to you today if you're a car dealer? The first thing you need to be doing is you need to be making sure that you're maximising on the existing opportunities with your existing customer base. These are people that have already brought through in the past that know, like and love you. You can spend all of your time faffing about with social media. That will not get yourself, get your message and your business and your story in front of people that want to buy cars. Forget it. Keep seeing dealers with great social 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 presences and spending fortunes on maintaining a social media package. How many cars is it selling? Probably very few, my guess. So we need a very clear process to follow up. When inquiries do come in, which you've obviously paid for via some form of advertising, make sure you deliver decent customer services and start to maintain or start to build a relationship with these people. Because unless you've got a relationship with them, you can't sell them. This is one issue that we're now sort of coming around full circle. We no longer need salespeople. We need people that can build relationships. Anybody, anybody can, can be taught to sell, but actually maintaining relationships is a completely different skill set. And we now have sales symmetry in that no longer is it the case that the salesperson had all the information about a product. Now all the information is out there on the internet. In actual fact, it's not actually symmetrical. The customer and the salesperson is not quite equal now. It's biased towards the customer because the customer's got the money. The customer has the means to pay, whereas the salesperson doesn't. So we are seeing a clear shift over towards the customers, which means you need a different approach a radically different approach to your sales and marketing. You need to be focusing on building relationships, less salesy, more in relationships. Your salespeople may not have the skill set in order to do that. The other thing you're going to need is you're going to need systems. You're going to need systems in place to be able to create diary notes and to create histories for an individual client that may have brought or may have not brought from you. Simply because as your salespeople change and move around within the organisation or they leave, you need to make sure that that data is on the system so that you, the new salesperson can, coming in can actually follow up, ask some information about them. The other thing you need to be doing, which is really very important, is you do need to be making sure that if you're going to be using emails, email is sent out to your customer from a salesperson or an account manager or a relationship handler. I've got two dealers that I'm on the two car dealers that I'm on the list with, and I get generic emails sent out 
let me know about MOTs, let me know about servicing, let me know about all sorts of rubbish. But they are generic emails, and I know they're generic emails because it comes down to me by two accounts. I've brought two cars from this particular dealer, and each time I use a different email address. For no reason, that just happened to be where the business was at the time. So I'm now getting this rubbish which comes down from them, which is corporate, it's full of images, it doesn't show properly on an iPhone, or indeed on an Android, and it's meaningless. What I want is a relationship with that customer. Lastly, and this is, a, this is a, one of the major issues, it applies to all businesses, forgetting about whether you're a car dealer or a widget salesman or whatever it is you happen to be doing. You really, 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 really need to be focusing on getting your follow-up right. If your follow-up is right, you get several bites at the cherry. Now, that follow-up may be over two, three, four, five months. It may be over two, three, or four, four or five years because there is a cycle that each customer goes through. We buy cars more than we buy houses. We buy bread more than we buy cars. So depending on what you're selling will depend on what that sales cycle looks like. And you need to be managing that on a fairly regular basis. And obviously at the same time you need to be looking at cross-selling and joint venture opportunities. So for example, where you think you can add some value, let's say you're selling cars for example, then one of the, one of the joint ventures you could probably do, one of the spin-offs would be insurances. One of it could be you know, warranties, there's loads of things you can think of. And by maintaining relationships, you also get the opportunity to cross-sell at a later stage. Anyway, my name is Richard Smith. Thank you very much for listening today. And I look forward to speaking to you when you want some more information or some advice and guidance from me. You can contact me on www.therichardsmith.com or you can call me on 0845 226 9106. Thanks very much.